0: Hey, everybody, my name is Tim Hodgkiss, and I'm an intellectual property attorney, but I am so much more than that. You need to check out my podcast on YouTube. It's called The Identity Crisis Project. And if you want to learn how to level up in life, you need to check out my good friend, Angela Lilac's podcast called The People's Coach. are you're thinking, ah, it's too late for change. You're already established and life is good, but it's definitely not great. Welcome to The People's Coach, your guide to living with more purpose and fulfillment. This is how life optimization should be. Brought to you by our host, Angelo Lilac.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the People's Coach. I'm Angelo. I'm your host. And before we get things started, make sure that you're following us on iTunes. If you haven't already, please leave us a rating and review and help us grow this movement. If you wanted more information, you can visit me at angelolilock.com. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the People's Coach Podcast. I'm sitting here with a good friend of mine, another fellow RT brother, Mr. Tim Hodgkiss. Tim. How you doing today, bro? Angelo, I'm doing incredible. It's been a long
0: time. We've talked so many times on the phone and finally to be on your podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What what a journey it's been for me and a journey watching you emerge and grow and just master your domain
1: here on this podcast. Oh man. You're too kind, brother. And I I I I really appreciate you making the time to be here today because I know how busy you are. Guys, like Tim is my go-to guy. All those trademarks and TMs and Rs you see on my brand, on my personal, my business brand, Tim is the guy I go to. Many of you have gone to him because I always recommend when you guys are asking me, who do I go to for trademarks? Who do I go to for this? Who do I go? I was like, Tim's your man. So here he is. We're recording this podcast, and I'm just so excited for him to be here because he has such an interesting story. As you can tell, Tim is unapologetically him. He's he's rocking the, the colorful background, the awesome jacket, the hat. He had a killer red scarf earlier, and I was like, dude, your swag level is at 100 right swag. now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. So why don't you go and, and start just telling people who don't know you yet, a little bit about you, a little bit about your background, and we'll, we'll just transition from there.
0: Well, you know, Angelo, it's been a hell of a story. I have three degrees. I have a bachelor's wow. degree in electrical engineering, a master's degree in business, and I have my law degree. That took a lot of years to accumulate all those acronyms behind my name. And truthfully, mm. I really don't like to be defined by those, you know, degrees and, and uh, scholastic achievements. Um, Mm. Really, my best achievement has been getting on this podcast, believe it or not, getting (laughs) this and sharing who I am and and having the opportunity to be here with you and share my true story and, and the mission and the, the passion that has just pushed me. To get to now, and it, it all really started, um, you know, back in school, you know, high school, middle school, just being a supremely shy, introverted person, and with that came low self esteem. Even though I had this energy inside of me, I just never felt comfortable, you know, putting it out there for people to to judge and you know give their opinion on, and mm-hmm. um, that, that just was that was going to be too raw. And, and when I did do it, you know, I felt that, that raw cutting kind of um, rejection in a way. Cause I, I, I just, I always stood out in the way I dressed. That was one thing I really couldn't repress, even though I was very shy and introverted. I always dressed more, I don't know, say outlandish. Um, yeah. And so it, it attracted attention generally, you know, bullying and that sort of thing, negative attention. And that further, you know, push me into a corner, into the, the shadows. Um, and I didn't know how mm. to stand up for myself. I didn't know how to fight back. Uh, I just didn't have uh, that that ability within me. And, you know, that, you know, segued into going to college. And I always loved technology. So mm. I, I knew I was going to go into engineering. And, you know, that engineering degree was a lot of fun. It also gave me the opportunity to really hide hide out behind the books because you're, you're reading all the time and, mm. and just doing insane amounts of homework. And you're not really working on your social skills. So, you know, it's, it's a, that's a great opportunity just to kind of avoid what my problems were, which was getting out of my own way and, and really building my self-esteem and wow. um, having uh, an openness to people. I was kind of hesitant of people because I've, you know, when I did open up, it was always kind of a not always, but you know, a large t- amount of time it was bullying or, or you know, people being critical, and I didn't want to experience mm-hmm. that again, so I, I stayed very closed, um, into myself. And so, through wow. my
1: yeah, so through that, my that, engineering, I, yeah, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, man. No. So, I, I just want to make sure like I'm getting this because this is the first time I'm hearing this, and I've known you mm-hmm. for for a handful of years now, and we've had all these amazing conversations, yet yeah. I, I didn't know these these intricacies in your life and how you were so so just so we're on the same page and all the listeners able to follow along and and painting the picture for them you were already like expressing yourself outwardly with your clothing but deep inside you were still like very very introverted oh extremely
0: introverted like i would avoid groups i would avoid doing like group functions people would ask me hey do you want to come out even like in college, let's just take like the bachelor's degree, my first foray into college. Hey, we're all going out. Do you want to come with us? And I would always say no. I said no to so many things, so many things. And that's why, you know, when we get to the Arate thing, how that really shifted. But yeah, I dressed kind of the part that was in my head, but when it came to actually showing up and delivering vocally and verbally and participating yeah i totally retreated as
1: yeah that's so interesting yeah. because like you you've accomplished you know like you said three but ba- i didn't actually know that about you either you had three bachelor yeah. you have three bachelor's degrees so well, you're I accomplished. Have
0: a bachelor's master's and a yeah yeah i have three and
1: three degrees, degrees. three yeah. degrees and and inside you still didn't feel like you could i
0: wasn't satisfied that mm. And for a lot of people becoming an attorney is like the end game, right? Like I have right. become, I have conquered the world.
1: Yeah. And yeah. for me,
0: it was like, I didn't go to my graduation to become a lawyer. I didn't go to that ceremony. You didn't, didn't go. Care. No, I went to my other ones. Um, but that one, I it just, it was really hard. Law school was supremely painful and I'll just segue, you know, my, my mat after my bachelor's degree, um, I, there was just still this thirst i still hadn't found what it is that i wanted to do i like technology but i didn't want to be a professional engineer um mm-hmm. there's something that kept pushing me forward and then you know business marketing i'm very creative as you might be able to tell um and, and so <laughs> i i got the chance to really um you know get into that and dig in and, and see what marketing's all about and i really enjoyed mm-hmm. that but again buried in a book a few more you know projects and stuff that was you know, pushing me out of my shell, but I was still petrified to do any sort of public speaking or really, you know, I could, I could work in groups uh, to an extent, you know, I could still function. It's just like being social outside of, of that scholastic, that academic setting was still a little bit hard for me. Um, Mm -hmm. One-on-one I was fine because I felt Mm -hmm. like, okay, I trust this person. I can open up on a, one, on a one-on-one, but in a, in a group, three, four, five people were going out. It's like, uh, you know, I, I I wasn't showing up 100%. I was always holding some of me back. So, um, you know, so into, from that, I, I knew that I wasn't going to be um, like a business executive. And through the MBA coursework, I was exposed to patent law, which what we do is we described inventions. And, and that's, you know, I have the technical technology background. I love to write. I'm a pretty good writer. And that's Mm. what patent lawyers do. One aspect of the law that I do. Um, And it was perfect. But what I didn't know about law school is it's all the Socratic method. So you're sitting there in class and the professor is just scanning, scanning. Oh, you, (laughs) I'm going to ask you about 500 questions. It feels like for this, you know, either 45 minutes or the full hour, hour and a half, whatever it is. And just relentlessly question after question after question. And you're just the center of attention the entire time. And that freaked me out hard. And the very first day of law school, I was on the radar. I got, you know, called on. And I just remember standing up because you stand up and you got like 40 or 50 people in class that are just watching you. And it was just every day from that day forward was sheer terror. I was in just such a state of anxiety um, because I was fearful that everything I said wasn't going to be perfect. It wasn't me. Correct. And I didn't want to show any sort of, you know, um, inferiority or any, any sort of, you know, thing like that. I wanted to be perfect because my self-esteem was so locked into um, not my, my true essence, but being able to recite facts and, and, you know, it, it, my self-esteem was way out of whack. Um, and so wow. that was, that was hell. That was really hell. I can't, sometimes I just can't believe that I even made it through. Um, at one point, I just Dude. remember saying I was going to quit, but I didn't.
1: That, I mean, thank God you didn't quit. Cause obviously we wouldn't <laughs> be here speaking today, but right, I think right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious if, if you don't mind me asking, where do you think that I guess anxiety came from of, you know, or, or that Getting nervous when being called upon or, or, or being yeah. in groups of people, what do you think it, like a childhood thing or what, is there a specific beautiful. moment that you could maybe think it came This from? is a beautiful,
0: beautiful question because mm. it was a search that I had been on since the realm of like the internet when the internet first came on. Cause I've gone to doctors and you know, I've reached out and I've done my own introspection and my spent a lot of time in this head trying to mm-hmm. unravel what the causal issue is. And after going to, you know, 10, 12, 15 doctors asking questions, you know, trying to see, is it like a vitamin deficiency? Is it something, you know, physiological uh, Mm -hmm. that way and getting really, really bad advice. Like at at one point I had a doctor telling me, well, maybe you should try an antidepressant. And I, and I had friends that were clinically, were, were diagnosed clinical with clinical depression And I'm like, you know, I'm not depressed. It's just there's this anxiety thing. Like, I'm still functioning. Um, And all through my, you know, adolescence and all that, you know, you get these random blood tests and you get get your cholesterol measured. And mine always would be towards the low end of the spectrum, which we're taught that that's good. Like, you want your cholesterol low. If your cholesterol is high, you need to take a medication, right? Well. Mm I pushed and pushed and pushed so all throughout law school um then I became a practicing attorney all through those years um I've been doing this 15 16 years for a good 10 years I spent dedicated myself to try and figure out what was going on with me because I was still up until 5 years still really limited in how I you know I still had issues you know with self esteem and anxiety and I just I just didn't give up and I kept researching I tr- kept trying to find doctors that understood um, situations and all I was running into was doctors that I don't know all they wanted to do was give you diabetic medication like I didn't feel mm-hmm. like there's any um, s- specialty in this area of Ohio that w- was really looking at me in a complete as a complete person like we're not doing a comprehensive blood panel or anything. Like I I knew there was some, something wasn't right with the way I was being treated by doctors. So I kept pushing and searching and I found this incredible Russian doctor, like just a random website. And I sent him an email and he called me back like that same day. And we talked for about half hour and I explained what was going on. He said, I think I can help you. And so we scheduled an appointment. I went in and he did the most comprehensive blood work I think you can get. I had 14 vials of blood taken at the lab and (laughs) the phlebotomist who was drawing the blood was like, are you sure about this? This is a lot. Um, So I got a full blood panel and my cholesterol was like supremely low, low enough that it was affecting hormones, which affects your neurotransmitters, right? And so once we knew that, we knew the right therapies to get on to bring, you know, testosterone, estrogen, DHEA, all these things yeah. influence who we are. And, mm. and and so once we figured all this out, um, it was like somebody flipped a switch. And wow. it, it was profound. The, I, had, I was working at a law firm at the time mm. and I went from being the, the king introvert to like the king extrovert really and it felt like this construct that was in my mind all those years that avatar of who i am like this very provocative person who you know expresses himself without you know any sort of care or concern or fear of judgment kind of started to show up and it felt so so good and 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 that was a real big epiphany and a big uh, pivot point for me you know moving out these last 5 years Um, But because I spent a lot of time wrapped up in that kind of fearful anxiety, you know, it's, my brain's kind of wired, uh, you know, uh, in a way that I'm still working on to get, you know, we're still, we're still improving and and still moving forward. But that was a huge part of it is finding a a doctor that really wanted to take the time and understand and, you know, drill down into it.
1: Man, that's amazing. I mean, kudos to you for having the persistency of, no, I there's something more because that, that's something that we all do here, right? Maybe we'll ask one or two people and they'll be like, Hey, that's a bad idea. Forget it. Yeah, Right. And and this is a great segue into entrepreneurship and how we met Arate, right? How many people doubt us before, we start to prove everybody wrong. How many people tell us that can't be done? It's not possible. You can't do that. You're not smart. You don't have three degrees. You don't have this. You're not not confident enough. You can't speak. And all of a sudden, we're playing into this narrative that all these people had built up because of their Mm -hmm. limited identity of us. And it's caused our own limited identity to just be crap.
0: Exactly. Exactly. We'll accept other people's opinion of us instead of believing that we know enough, enough to do whatever we want to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I never settled, you know, I, I never accepted yes. any sort of doctor's opinion. I, I, mm. I knew they were missing something and that led me to start mm. to believe in myself and trust myself more. And, and, and it just started to build and build and build. And, and so my self-esteem and self-confidence, you know, started to elevate and raise and, um, I started to show up as, as who I really am. So, yeah, you're so my right. My goodness,
1: I love that, man. I love that. So that kind of brings us to where you are today. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's so funny when when the first time you told me that you were shy, introverted, I was like, Tim, I mean, you're my boy, but uh, I've seen your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> <I>
0: know, <right? laughs>
1: there's right? no there's no shyness in there, no. so I'm not sure what you're talking about. So when no. people see you now, and they see like you're not that. um you're not like that typical lawyer, right? You you don't dress like it, you don't speak like it, right? And this is just kind of like this is you being unapologetically you and being so empowered by yeah. it.
0: Yeah. How has it how
1: has this new confidence changed your perspective in 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 life and business and in, in everything you do? Well, it's anything's possible. There are no limits. Mm. And, that, and
0: that's something I always told myself. And that's the way I always live my life. Like that's why I never accepted anybody else's opinion, you know, from uh, medical doctor wise. That's why I kept pushing mm. myself. There's got to be an answer. There's got to be an answer. Um, and I spent like 10 years that I was just dedicated to it. And I was going down a lot of rabbit holes that didn't you know, bear any fruit. But what it told me is that I was right all along. Like, I just need to trust me. Like, I need to be Mm. around people that believe in themselves, you know, because I didn't have that circle and network that was supporting me. I was doing this all alone. And so I started to take on this mentality for a period of time. It's me against the world because the doctors weren't having my back. They just wanted to put me on a script so they could, you know, get some, uh, you know, payment on the table for writing more prescriptions for antidepressants and things like that. And so that kind of, you know, even though I was emerging and, 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 you know, on that path, it still Mm -hmm. kind of, um, you know, made me fearful that people aren't here for me. But as I emerged out of that and I, and I found that doctor, I started to connect with and, and build a circle around me of like-minded people. And, you know, that's, that was the impetus to, to Arate. And there, there's a little bit of a story in between there, um, me kind of getting on the path to where I am now and, Mm -hmm. RTA, and that was i went to the 10x GrowthCon 2 convention um grant cardone's event in uh, las vegas in Vegas, yeah yeah the vegas one And you were there yeah that's yeah that's crazy um i went to that one for the sole purpose of i was going to network my ass off because i had never really done that before and i was feeling like my confidence was sky high i had these new business cards made up and i that's what i did like i was just by myself i didn't go with anybody else and, you know, that place was immense. And so the whole time, I'm just like playing back the story that I just, you know, recounted for everybody um, that I was so shy. Like I am <laughs> and I'm not even exaggerating. I'd have to be the, like the shyest person in the world. And then to be able to be out amongst these 9000 people, overwhelming traffic and, and just walking up to people, introducing myself. Um, so that was a big springboard. And then I saw Forbes Riley speak at that event. And I don't know if you remember. Her I remember that. I remember, age, that. I remember her from the infomercial world. And because I love technology, I was always like, what are these infomercials? What are they trying to push now? What are they trying to yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. always <laughs> some kind of like funky invention type thing. But mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. that name has followed me throughout my life because she was mm. she had done different things. But I didn't know she was a motivational speaker. But when she came out on the stage and like was rocking it and she was like, you know, the reason I'm on the stage and none of you aren't is because I dream bigger than everybody else. I'm like, Oh my God, you know, I've had these dreams in my head. Um, and I'm starting to, you know, fulfill them. Like there's something, there's a reason why she said that because the hair on my arms standing up and I'm just feeling all like a certain way. And so yes. I reached out, I created my first Facebook account, Facebook account right after that event. Cause I wasn't on social media up until then. And wow. I reached out to her, connected with her started watching her lives. And then I wrote a book review. She mentioned me on a live and I'm like, Oh my God, Forbes Riley mentioned my name. And I saw her on the stage at the Mandalay Bay. Oh my God, I'm, I'm freaking cool. out. And I went to some of her personal events that she runs breakthrough training, Forbes factor mm-hmm. down in Florida and got to know her. We worked together on a book. I wrote a book, uh, with her. Um, and I got to actually run some of her help run some of her events. So it's been really wow. cool like to get really close to that energy, that that inspirational energy, and and just you know, going Dude, from that's
1: so awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's so all aw- so I mean you went from going to a to a <laughs> an event, yeah, saw the 9, speaker, yeah exactly. I remember how busy that was, especially when click funnels came on, and everyone was right. like, Boom, I gotta go that's get cool. that. Yeah, I was one of I was one of those folks that stood okay. in that long ass line. <laughs> yeah, oh um, it, yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like that. Um, so then you hear her speak, you're like, I vibe with you. Like, there's there's a reason why I heard I heard what you said, yeah. how you said it at the time you said it. It was perfect timing. And then, I mean, what are we talking months or a year later or two years later? All of a sudden, you're speaking. You're, you're 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 collaborating with them, someone who you admired, now you're collaborating with. I mean Yeah, we had connected through Facebook. She was
0: promoting a book and she said, you know, if anybody could, you know, write a review for the book and post it on Amazon. And I immediately thought, well, that's a way for me to kind of get in and, and maybe she'll recognize my name. And lo and behold, I wrote the review. She mentioned me on a Facebook Live, and I'm like, oh my God. And I just stayed connected. And then like three, four months later, um, she had an event. And she knew my name when I came to it. And it was like, it was really, really cool. And it just felt so, wow. so gratifying that I was able to, I, I had a plan. I executed the plan and it played out exactly like, and, wow. and it, I did it. And this is just, again, me, I did it. I, I, I need to trust me. You know, I found the doctor that put me in the position to do this. Now start trusting yourself, Tim. Good things happen when you trust yourself. And, and, so then from there, it just, it, it was just like, it happened really fast, you know? Mm. I probably went to Florida three every three months from that point forward for her events and to help and, you know, do different things. Um, it just It was an incredible, mm. incredible experience an incredible opportunity. And it was more momentum for me, you know, going forward. All the while, I'm still an attorney, you know, still working and, but at the same time, You know, this is all a very long path. Like, life is a long journey. Some people are happy. Some people are happy to pull off that road and, you know, being an attorney, boom, that's this is it. This is what I wanted. I achieved it. I'm happy here. Me, I always viewed it as this is part of my journey. Like, it's going to continue. And that's why, you know, when you presented this opportunity to come on the podcast, I said, absolutely. Like, I feel like this is part of my purpose you know, this is what I was meant to do is go through that turmoil and all of those um, frustrating times and all that pain.
1: Oh, man. So to,
0: that... to share it and, and motivate people to, to, to keep pushing. Don't give up. Like, that's the biggest thing I can tell people is don't ever give up. And it frustrates me to no end to see people give up, like, after one or two attempts. Like, sometimes it takes 15 attempts in mm. 10 years. Like, don't give up. Don't settle. Don't settle. So I could never be satisfied. Like that's this thing. I was never satisfied. So I just had to keep pushing to find that key to unlock this. And now that I'm on the path, like I can feel it, like there's just no limit. Like I don't know where I'm headed. I just know I'm heading the right direction.
1: You know? Oh my goodness. Amen <laughs> to that. Time's on dude. That's Man, you were—you've been dropping bombs these last two minutes. I don't even want—I—I I, I just wanted to like take myself off of like this interview and just let you keep going for for the next twenty minutes, <laughs> bro. I—I I had to—I wasn't trying to be rude. I looked away for a second because I had to grab a, my notepad and pen to write something down. That something that you said that I, I think this is probably going to be the title of the podcast. Good things happen when you. What'd you say?
0: oh, now you're putting me on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) You said good things happen when you trust 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 yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we we are so quick to hand over our power to other people, other people that we think know better than us. You know, and doctors are a perfect example. Um, And after my experience, I started talking to... It's funny because once I got to that that period where I was more open, you know, I was more comfortable in my own skin, let's say. And then I started to really... It just, I just started opening up and sharing this and, and people yeah. started coming to me, you know, and we, I would talk to them about, you know, their medical journeys and, and things that were going on with them. And it, it's just, it's crazy how quickly people just give up and resign and are resigned to, well, there are no options. This is just the way it's going to be. And I've never, ever, I could never, <laughs> I could never, ever accept that. Like ever. Mm-hmm. Like I would spend my entire life just trying to figure it out if I had to. Luckily, it, it didn't take that. But, um, you know, there was a, a person that I worked with, who was going through some serious, you know, knee problems. And I encouraged her to, you know, reach out to other doctors, um, find a different path in, and, and maybe they'll take a look at you. And, and she was resigned to, you know, I'm not going to be able to get, you know, a, a knee replacement, I'm too young, and, and this sort of thing. And, you know, she was able to to get something done because she kept pushing and she reached out. So I felt really good. Like I was able to impart some of that and that just kept me going forward on this path. And, and here we are. And, and yeah, you know, self-empowerment expressing who you are unapologetically is huge. It's a huge deal for me because um, we're just all so really cool. And I feel like a lot of us play it so close to our chest that we're not, you know, we should all be comfortable in our skin and, I'll express it because it it, it makes life more interesting and entertaining and fun. And I repressed it for so long that, Mm. you know, I can't help it now. So.
1: Let let me ask you something, Tim. I I don't know if, if anyone's ever asked you this, but if you could go back with the confidence that you had, that you have now, you can go back at any point in your in your time in in life. What would that event be? What would you change?
0: I I, I don't know if it would be one event per se, mm-hmm. but I always felt like like one foot in, one foot out. Like I was mm. really like to look at me, you would think I'd be like the most popular person like in the school. Yeah. But to talk to me <laughs> was a whole like if you talk to me one on one like this, you mm-hmm. probably still think that add some people around it, put me in a class. I was a closed book. I could not talk. I just I mean, not to say I didn't talk, but I just right. got so nervous, so anxious. What I said didn't add up. I, it, it was just it was such a painful thing for me to do um and it's like anything that you don't like to do you don't do it particularly well until you Mm -hmm. really embrace it and just go for it and that was my struggle and if i if i could have if i could have bridged that gap back then then i don't know would i have gone down the route of becoming a an engineer and that would i've gone into more you know this sort of thing, you know, being on camera yeah. right away or whatever. But something was always in my head about being out in front of people, sharing my opinion, sharing my story, celebrating, you know, who we are as individuals. Because I always love big, bold personalities. You know, s- sports celebrities. You know, Dennis Rodman was
1: like yes. one of my
0: heroes, just because yes. he was unapologetic. Like, talk about that. Like he. He just did it. And I remember getting that book that he wrote and him talking about being in the parking lot. And, you know, he was very conservative and cookie cutter and just wanted to fit into the NBA uh, mold. But then one day in that parking lot, he just shifted it. He's like, I'm I got to be me. And I so totally understand that and connect with that. And I just want that for everybody, you
1: know, feel comfortable in your own skin and celebrate it. Mm. Mm. So let's fast forward a bit. Uh, and thank mm-hmm. you for sharing by the way that was man, Absolutely. It, this this podcast, man it it's powerful because the words that you're saying it it resonates a lot with me being unapologetically you not trying to live up to other people's expectations. I think that's one of the one of the signs of greatness is when and by no means am I calling myself great, but I, I think that it's a sign of greatness when you can cut off others opinions of who you are, who you're supposed to be, and just be you. I think there's a mm-hmm. sense of empowerment. And like, when you come from a place of just truth, you're unbeatable. And right. there's one thing that you said a few minutes back when you were like, I don't know what exactly is going to be next, but you know, I, I, I just get this sense that I'm okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like, I know. And, 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 I know. and that's, that's the thing with life. It's it's our ability to be adaptable. Like, yes, I want. It's good to have goals and to have a plan. But as you and I both know, life doesn't always work out to that plan. So, part of it is just really being present in the now and just enjoying the ride for what it is. Exactly. Go
0: with it. You know, I talk about. I've been talking about the universe here recently. Once I entered in this entered into this world of of motivation and. Um, inspiration. And I got to say, I watched the movie, the secret. Like I watched Mm -hmm. that that show so many times and I didn't know about it. And then when I watched it, I'm like, this makes such perfect sense because the universe Mm. tells you exactly what you need to know. Like, it'll put you in so much pain to make you listen. And it's like, how much pain are you going to tolerate before you just, there's doors they're there. You have options. There's always options. You know, how strong are you going to be? You know, how unwill, how, how much pain are you going to tolerate before you just accept the short-term pain for the long-term gain? You know, and that's mm-hmm. what it was for me too. You know, that the door was there. Like, um, you know, I, I, I switched law firms about a year ago and I wasn't having fun. It was, you know, boring. Uh, the attorneys mm-hmm. that I was working with were just kind of, you know, tired and just all to themselves. And I just wasn't happy. And it's, there's a lot of other things playing uh, into that too. And it's like, you know, how much pain am I going to tolerate? Like I need to make a move. And once I put that intention out there, well, lo and behold, I got an email come in from a recruiter. And normally I I discount those, I delete, you know, I delete them. Mm -hmm. But this time I responded and that turned into the law firm that I'm working for now. And so it's, it's mm. really putting that intention out there and being willing to walk through some of these doors instead of enduring this pain, you know, that the universe is telling you something like you're not happy. Okay, well, listen, there's happiness over there. You know, mm. are you willing to take those steps? Like, are you just gonna stay stuck and and you know, self-sabotage and come up with all these excuses? And, you know, there more pain's gonna come, more pain's gonna come. Just listen, mm. just listen to it, and so that's what I've I've kind of embraced, and so I'm on this journey because it feels good. There's, this is where I feel the I I feel the most comfortable here, and so yes. why wouldn't I be here?
1: Yeah, and it shows, you know, it shows like you, you, the way you show up on camera, the way you're speaking now, the the videos and the Instagram stories that I see from you. You're just you're just enjoying yourself, man. Think- and what I was cracking up, man. You you posted something. Uh, I think it was a day or two ago, and I think you were <laughs> you were uh-oh. with. I know. <laughs> I was like, "Tim, I was like, it's perfect that he did this right before our podcast <laughs> because this is just this just totally sums up how you were. You were with the bear. Oh, with the, the care bear. bear. And you, yeah, you're with the care bear. Exactly. Oh. I was laughing. I was like, man, this guy is having Good. so much fun because that's what I, like, dude. People got people just have to enjoy more. Mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, especially where I am in, in life right now, you know, I've, I've achieved what I've achieved in the fitness industry, in the mm-hmm. wellness industry, and it's all it was cool, you know, it, it was okay. And and uh, earlier before we started recording, you had mentioned at the bottom of the podcast, if you guys are watching, it shows all the different articles and publications I've been featured on, and you're like, oh, that's that's a lot, and and honestly. I'm not, I'm not even trying to be humble about it, but it was like, yeah, it, it's cool. But it wasn't like enough. You know, I feel like there's something more in my life. I feel like I've lived, um, I I've lived under other people's expectations of who I'm supposed to be, that I just got tired of it. Like I mm-hmm. built up this identity as a as an entrepreneur. And mm-hmm. but there's still more to me than that. And, and, and I just admire you so much for just being like, okay, I'm not happy with this law firm. Okay. I'll find a new one. And that was one of the things personally for me, uh, I had challenges with because why would I separate from an industry that's been so good to me? That's allowed me to get featured and, and done so much for my career. Mm-hmm. I just sounded ungrateful in my head. Like why, why aren't I, I grateful? And, it's just this constant. Why aren't you grateful? You should be happy. You should be this. You should be thankful. And then, like, it just crippled me, until the, right. until I got to the point where, like, yeah, no, I this is not. This is just a part of me, but it's not who I am.
0: Right. Exactly. It doesn't define you. And in right. listening, listening to our intuition, and trusting ourselves, that kind of goes hand in hand. You know, we have this intuition. We know what feels good. We we know we like, we have a good gauge of, you know, is this, is this really serving me? Well, am I really happy? And we lie to ourselves. We lie to ourselves a lot. Like you were saying, you know, I should be grateful. I should be happy. I should, I should, I should, but you're not. And, and back to the law firms, which I didn't even actively search for it. It just showed up. It just showed Mm. up because I put the intention out there that, you know, something, I'm going to do something. i'm Something's going to change. I am open to change. Whatever it is that showed up, and, you know, and, and we're still, we're still going forward. I don't know what next year is going to look like. I don't know what next five years are going to look like, but I know when I'm happy and when I'm not. And I've, I've accepted that if things aren't making me happy and they're not serving me, then I'm not going to continue doing them. And mm. that, has really served me in the last five years i've been most successful i've ever been the happiest i've ever been and just the most fulfilled and content i've ever been And i think that's what's most important
1: i love that I, this is what this new pivot for this podcast has meant for me like i'm having so much fun yeah. i'm not like feeling like i have it's not i don't feel like i created a job for myself like right. i did in my other businesses. You know, it's like, dang, I just made a job for myself. So let me ask you, because I mm-hmm. want to respect your time. We're getting there I, as much as I'd love to continue this conversation. Um, what's next for you? I know you said you may not have exactly that goal or that that plan, but tell people a little bit about your podcast.
0: So I I started off doing an audio-only podcast, and I realized I'm, I'm, I'm a visual person. I, 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 like to express through what I wear my hand gestures and all that. And I tried, I tried valiantly to just do it myself, record myself talking I was going to basically do an audio vlog. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't want to, I really want to just share my personality and I don't know if that makes sense, but, um, in, in doing it. that, And so I spent a lot of time in this room, recording myself, listening to myself. I'm like, this isn't, I'm not having fun. And I realized I really love vlogging. I love YouTubers. I love that whole energy of people just recording their their daily life and sharing it, you know, all the ups and downs, the happy, the sad, the, you know, some of it's contrived, but I find it as entertainment. And so that's really where my heart and energy is. So I have the Identity Crisis Project podcast, which is a YouTube channel. And mm. I am putting content out there. And um, it's it's me. It's me in my life and what's happening and what's going on. And and I think that shows up in my Instagram stories. I, I really, I just, that's really sparked my interest in, in doing this vlogging. And, and I don't know where that's going to take me. You know, I, I would love to, you know, champion the the, the the movement of you know celebrate who you are and, and be the mm. the lead on that and you know be comfortable in your own skin and and just you know that's where my my head's at right now but I don't know where that's going to change but it's important for me to to share my message and and keep moving forward and just being open and honest and transparent to, to people out there um, whether or not it's me trying to be entertaining and funny, like with the, the Care Bear thing, or sharing, you know, more serious things and the, the struggles I've moved through in life. I, I just really want to celebrate all of that. And that's what the the um, Identity Crisis Project's about.
1: I love that, the Identity Crisis Project. Yeah. So guys, make sure you, you follow Tim. And Tim, how can they, by the way, Awesome title for your podcast. I think it's so fitting. And I remember when you and I were talking about it. I'm like, dude, that's so you. That's perfect. <laughs> that is perfect. Um, how can people get in touch with you on Instagram or Facebook? What's your social media?
0: Yeah, my social media, Instagram, Facebook is Tim underscore Hodgkiss, and that's H O D G K I S S. And I'm all over that. You can direct message me. I'm pretty much an open book. Um, and yeah, my law firms, Buckingham, Doolittle, and Burroughs. If you have any legal questions, intellectual property questions, that's where I practice. That's my day job. And uh, yeah.
1: Awesome. And, and if I can give you a chance to speak to the Tim, let's say 10 years ago, what would you tell that person right now?
0: Just keep going. Just keep going. Don't stop. Do not stop. Don't stop. You're going to get where you want to be. Trust it. Trust it. Just trust the process. Don't give up. And um, that's why I tell everybody. Mm. Keep on going.
1: Keep on swimming. Keep on swimming.
0: Keep on swimming, <laughs> swimming. And don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle for anything less than what you want. That's so important. Mm. We settle. And we compromise. Sometimes you have to. But when we know, when our intuition's telling us, mm, I'm not so sure about that. Trust that intuition. Keep pushing forward. And I'd say nine times out of ten, you're going to get what you really want.
1: Mm. Tim, my brother, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so excited to share this with everyone. And guys, if you haven't already, make sure you go ahead. Follow Tim. If you don't um, if you don't already have his Instagram, we're, we're going to make sure we add that into the show notes Tim, thank you so much once again. Thank you for being on the show, brother. My pleasure. Thank you, Angela. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope that you enjoyed the show. Make sure you follow me at AngeloLiloc.com. That's A-N-G-E-L-O-L-I-L-O-C. You'll receive our weekly newsletters, any updates, any events, giveaways, all that kind of stuff every week straight to your inbox. All right, we want to make sure that it's easy and convenient for you. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.